Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Third and five. Darnold floating one more. He's got it, and he's in for the touchdown. DJ Moore. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costas and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Kevin Broker on the call last year on Fox. Here's what's like what's crazy is I'm thinking, okay, like Darnold obviously we don't have a highlight from this year. He hasn't played. Like, okay. Is this like Elijah Moore with the Jets a couple years ago? Or is this like DJ Moore with Carolina? Like, what is it? And then he says, uh, to DJ Moore. Okay, two guys who no longer play for the Panthers uh, connecting last year on a touchdown pass. And now, Sam Darnold uh, looking extremely likely, basically like without the official confirmation, like we can basically say, like Darnold's going to play. Purdy's in concussion protocol on a Wednesday. He ain't playing in this game on Sunday. It's going to be Sam Darnold starting for the San Francisco 49ers against the Cincinnati Bengals. And the other like big injury um, situation right now in the NFL, all happening in real time as we're doing the show today on a Wednesday. Tyree Kill does not practice with a hip injury. There are quotes from Tua Tungavailoa that make it sound unlikely that Tua's going to play on Sunday. Not confer like we can pretty accurately say Purdy's out on Sunday. I would not say that Tyreek is out with like that level of certainty or even close to it. Like Tyreek might practice tomorrow. Just like we think he might be out. We basically know that Brock Purdy's out. So Ken and I have basically hit this with all the guests we have had on with the National Football League. We've given you our takes interspersed throughout as well. But let's give you like a full segment here with the market update on both of those games and other line movement here in the NFL. Jake, bring the music up here and let's give you some more It Move to wrap up our number three. And for the people watching us right now on Stadium, this is our final segment for the day on Stadium. You can flip on over twitch.tv backslash betql. All our bets for tonight, including a loaded slate in the National Basketball Association. Ken, let's start with the Niners and the Bengals where, like, we, again, like, we basically know Purdy is going to be out. So what's the current market update here with Sam Darnold going to start against Joe Burrow and the Bengals as Cincinnati comes off its bye? Yeah, maybe just, like, a retelling of what's happened during the show. So we get the news, you know, close to maybe 4 o'clock uh, because we had uh, Pozzola on at 4 o'clock, and right before he comes on, we get the, all the notifications that Purdy's in concussion protocol. All the hinting is that Sam Darnold's going to play. Okay, well, the, the betting market is going to respond really uh, strongly to that information because, like, Brock Purdy is perceived as a valuable quarterback, and Sam Darnold might be fine but this is a drop-off and so the Bengals the number is going to shorten you just don't know quite how much right so the Niners were five and a half point favorites before that piece of information came out and uh 
like line crashed really harshly and got basically all the way to three. So the Niners were in most places like three minus 110 or three minus 120 or three minus 115. And then once we reached that point, there was resistance where people started betting the Niners then in that situation. And basically where we've settled and there's been very little movement in the last like hour, hour and a half is Niners three and a half and the three and a halfs are all juiced toward Cincinnati. So every time, and you know, I have the screen up right now, every time a book goes to three, uh, they take San Francisco money and they go back up to three and a half again. So it seems like that's going to be for now your resistance point in the game. That doesn't mean that has to be the resistance point the rest of the week. Just like for right now, that seems to be the point where people will step in and bet the opposite side. It'll go back up again when sometimes it doesn't happen. Sometimes the line just keeps falling and falling and it just kind of settles and nobody wants the opposite side or the line doesn't move that much because maybe it's like, you know, Detroit, Carolina, where, oh, all the Lions are out. I don't care. They're going to win by a million anyway, something like that. Uh, so just a, a kind of an interesting market worth noting that even though there's like a lot of line movement and I just talked for a really long time, we didn't really hit a key number for a long time. Every time we got to three, we went back up again. So we've kind of just been three and a half to five and a half, which is worth something, but it still kind of puts this game in the same range. Niners by more than a field goal, and that's where we are right now. That's the news. Now let's talk opinion here. So we're hanging out here in between three and three and a half. Does this make you want to make a bet, Ken? On, it could be a side of the game, could be a total, could be targeting a number that doesn't exist now, but maybe you think could appear at some point in between now and Sunday. So Darnold's going to play... What bet do you think you want to make, either for a number that exists now or that you think might exist at some point coming up in the next 72, 96 hours? Well, I felt like the five and a half with Brock Purdy playing was maybe an opportunity to bet the Niners at what I called a discount. I think we even clipped out the, clipped off the video and sent it out yesterday. Uh, not that I was like definitely going to bet San Francisco, but I felt like the market was shaped in a way where, because they are the team that had given you two bad results the last two weeks, Cleveland and Minnesota, uh, that you were maybe likely to get a break, what I called a break on the price, that they maybe would normally be rated more than this, and you were getting them in a down period. And we even had, like, I think Baldy came on the show, like, they need to generate more explosive plays. Like, the offense has been really problematic, and Purdy started turning the ball over a little bit more. I would also add like the defense gave up way more explosive plays against minnesota than we would have thought let let uh, alexander madison run the ball really well in the first quarter which was like totally unexpected with what the vikings were going to do in that game okay cool like that's all correct and it's great but like over the course of a season i think the niners are probably better than that five and a half number in the game so if i feel like that even if i don't know what sam darnold is like specifically like he's not this exact number this exact rating whatever I'm going to kind of carry that same opinion into whatever adjustment happens for the quarterback if I liked the other number anyway. And also it's Kyle Shanahan, like the dude who's playing Josh Johnson in the NFC Championship game and trying to figure it out. Like it just, it matters. But if I kind of like San Francisco in a buy low spot anyway, I'm going to hold on to that opinion a little bit. So it's kind of been, okay, like how far down does this go? If it like hits three at a point where I'm not on the air, can can grab my phone, which hasn't happened yet so far. Uh, I think Niners minus three would probably be a bet, like three one ten. We've never really quite gotten to that point, but that also can happen when we confirm that it's Sam Darnold, like one hundred percent. We could still get to that number. And also, like more to be figured out with the 49ers injury report, where we know Debo Samuel's not going to play in the game. Kyle Shanahan saying that last week. Niners on the bye next week, so giving Debo extra chance to get healthy. But uh, let's check out the status of Trent Williams, right? And like these are then and like Dre Greenlaw. Like let's see what the Niners injury report looks like this week. Maybe we'll get an opportunity to lay three with San Francisco. I do agree that I think that's the side that I would like in the game. Although, although. The thought of like, hey, I'm about to click a button and bet Sam Darnold against Joe Burrow. I don't know how good that will feel. 
But uh, I do feel like that's probably what I would consider doing if and when that number did appear. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Wonderful football Wednesday. Talking the breaking news in the National Football League. Our opinion of it. Did it with a bunch of guests throughout the show. Now we're talking about it. We just did Sam Darnold likely to start for the Niners. Let's talk about this Tyreek Hill situation now. And Ken, if you want to do anything else on Offensive Player of the Year, we can. Obviously, P-squared, B-squared, NFL Awards coming up tomorrow. So the news is... Tyreek Hill does not practice today on Wednesday with a hip injury. If you go and like look at the the tweets from NFL insiders, they are all basically saying, and this is I'm paraphrasing, that his status Tyreek's is up in the air for Sunday's game against the Patriots. There's a quote from Tua Tagovailoa speaking to the media saying, at some point we'll get Tyreek back. At some point could be tomorrow. It could be Sunday. It could be next week. It could be two weeks. We just don't know right now. I think his status seems uncertain for the weekend, and that's kind of a big, de- big deal, given that he's one of the like the, the like the three or four best offensive players in the NFL, non-quarterback, obviously. Um, so, Ken, where do we stand right now in the betting market with the Dolphins game on Sunday against the Patriots, and any other betting thoughts that you have on this Tyreek Hill, um, cloudy, uncertainty, murkiness, whatever? Yeah, it's, I mean, what a day for news, right? Uh, Deshaun Watson, Brock Purdy, Tyreek Hill, just bang, 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 like all day, just, uh, you know, being peppered with really impactful, interesting information that uh, that affects betting markets. In this game, <clears throat> and you and I kind of alluded to this already, there was early interest in the uh, in the Patriots at the start of the week. And it, it's not that it like puzzled us. I mean, they had just beaten Buffalo, like could just be the people wanted them at a big number in the game. They opened 10 and a half uh, and it got bet to 10 and nine and a half on Monday. And we were kind of like, oh, that's interesting. Like people like the Patriots to maybe this is, I always say like Belichick gets his team going from October into November. Every single year they play better. Maybe this is finally that kicking in and they're going to like kind of go on a run here, at least play better. Okay, maybe that's it. Uh, or maybe like Tyreek had a hip injury and somebody knew and they just bet the Patriots because they, they thought it was possible he would miss the game and you'd get a really valuable number. So now we don't know which one it was, but it's possible that's what that was. The current market for this game has honestly really not changed since that Tua quote came out and since the insiders up in the air tweets came out. We were like nine, nine and a half in the game, and now we're like nine with a couple eight and a halves in the game, which is like nothing as a move, by the way. Like nine is a dead number. Basic game basically never lands nine. So going from like nine and a half to eight and a half is really like almost nothing like doesn't really symbolize a whole lot like a small movement whereas versus the purdy thing where like we know it's darnold and like immediate two-point move and like almost hit three like that's something really significant this isn't uh but worth noting like if okay like we don't know if he's going to play if he does not play this is like this is the kind of thing where like in my brain i go like all right like set up notifications for tyree kill have like a plan in place for like the 17 markets that are impacted by like what i would consider a long-term absence like miss a game against the patriots dolphins are still really likely to win tyree can come back the next week he can still accumulate a ton of statistics for awards like the dolphins can still win the division like that nothing like a one week absence against a team you were likely to beat anyway is actually kind of a nothing even for offensive player of the year like the season's so impossibly long he can definitely still win with missing one game it's when you start to hear the two a quote of like well whenever we get him back because then your brain's like all right is there some chance it's a month or like six weeks or something and then you get into like all right now 25 markets are affected by this um because the win probability for the dolphins in a bunch of games goes down and tyreek's probability to win offensive player of the year drops really rapidly after one game so we're not anywhere near there yet like but it's just you you hear the news and you read the quote and you're like all right i at least need to consider the possibility like what would happen if he was out well like 
who would I bet on? And the answer is like, I'm sure you're gonna ask me like, what would you bet on? It's actually gonna be different for every, like, what do you like? Who do you like to win the AFC East? Like, you're gonna have a different answer than I'm gonna have. Who do you like to win Offensive Player of the Year? You're definitely gonna have, we're all gonna have different answers. No right answer. There is absolutely no right answer for any of that stuff, but it's like, whoever you like that's not this stuff, just like have a plan in your head of like, all right, if he's out for a long time, here's what I would hit. All right, let's talk about the game on Sunday now, the Dolphins and Patriots. And Ken, I'll ask you the same question I asked a couple of our guests that have come on um, this hour on the show. So my my guess is is that we'll hang out in this range like of Miami favored by less than 10 but more than 7 until we get official news on Tyreek Hill. Maybe it just goes down to 7 if Tyreek's out. And maybe it goes back up to 10 if Tyreek's playing. Let's assume that Tyreek's out and like we are 7, 7.5 and in that range. Or you're more likely to lay Miami or take the points with the New England Patriots if Tyreek is not going to play. Well, it's worth noting, like, we know Jalen Waddle's not 100%. Like, he you know, hurt his back against the Eagles, a heating pad to come back in the game. Like, what do you get from him in the game and Tyreek's out? Like, rut row. Like, that's pretty problematic in terms of the Dolphins, like, doing anything on offense in the game. Uh, that's going to be pretty tough. So, yeah, like... You know, it's it's honestly like even though there are injuries and it's like, well, that should change how you feel about the game. Well, like the market's moving in most cases. So however I kind of felt about like the teams in the game anyway, that's probably how I'm going to feel post injury. So like I kind of like the Niners. The market's going to crash. New quarterback still going to kind of like the Niners. Honestly, this game incredibly confused throughout. Okay, remove Tyreek Hill. Still incredibly confused throughout. Like, honestly, like, I guess the Patriots, but I mean, like, nothing with any confidence. I, I think it is the Patriots, if that's going to be the case. If you're watching on stadium, twitch.tv backslash BetQL for the final hour of the show, the Power Hour, featuring all our bets for tonight. And there will be a lot. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.